We've been looking over the past month, profile of a disciple. What is it to be a disciple? You know, going through all the bits and pieces, you know, what do we believe and, you know, what are the risks involved or what are the risks not to? But today, it's like, now it's time to, well, let's let's just get down and, and let's just be disciples. Let's do this. Let's find out, okay, well, what does it mean for my everyday? What does it mean today? What does it mean tomorrow? What does it mean for the people around me? And having that water, I'll tell you what, makes all the difference. Makes all the difference. Because this is not just an idea. This is not a, a philosophy we follow. or it, This is actually something that, that impacts our very core. Impacts who we are. And, and Jesus wants us to like, reflect on who he is and, and what he does so that we can, get, we can absorb that into us. So that his Holy Spirit, which is kind of there, once we receive Jesus, once we believe in him, once we know him, it's bubbling away on the inside and he wants to be released. <laughs> and so when he recognizes, like when we kind of connect with that, who Jesus is and, and what he did, the Holy Spirit in us can just rise up and, and start just flowing out of that space. So Jesus teaches us the kingdom way. Like, what is it to be his disciple? What is it to be living in his kingdom and doing things his way? What is it like to be a citizen of his kingdom? And that is being a disciple. It's just living that kingdom way. He's been designed by God to work. It works. It just does. It brings life. There's a book we've been reading, Disciple by Phil Pringle. Um, who is like the founder of C3 Church Movement and things, describes it like this. Describes it as being able to fit into every circumstance, every culture, any nation, government, human. That's a big ask. When you look across our world, you think, how is that possible? It may not be an easy fit for some places. (laughs) But... It works. It might not guarantee that life is going to be smooth sailing. In fact, in some places it will cause incredible turbulence. But that's the kingdom way. And it's a way that works. It holds the whole Bible together. (laughs) the The kingdom way makes the Bible make sense. Jesus summed it up in what he declared as the most important commandment. Mark Chapter 12, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Love God, love people. The kingdom way holds it all together. And this coming to earth of Jesus, son of God, Mark the beginning of a new covenant, a new agreement with people. It defined, like it's the most defining moment in history across the whole universe. <laughs> like we step out of the Old Testament at that point, which was the history of God's people Israel. We, we, we step out of that. And we step into the New Testament, which is a history of all people being invited to know him, all people being called to him, 
all people being known by him and loved by him. And so the kingdom way, it's not new laws. It's not you do this, do this, do this, do this. Like Jesus said he accomplished in, um, in Romans, it said Christ has already accomplished the purpose for which the laws were given. Like so Jesus accomplished all that. He satisfied all of that Old Testament. And as a result, all who believe in him are made right with God. So we're stepping out of the Old Testament into the New Testament, into a place of a new life, a new way of doing things. Obedience to God has been satisfied in Jesus. That's the law, obedience in a, in a, in a, a code way of, you know, laws. It's now time to actually live by the power of the Holy Spirit and live that kingdom way. So I don't know if you've ever read through Matthew 5, 6, 7 and where Jesus sits on a mountain and sweeps through just an incredible amount of download of what the kingdom way looks like. We don't have time for that this morning. So I'm just going to pick out three things. It's a taste, a little sample of what am I look like. A sample if, if there was just even three things that shifted, three things we just grabbed hold of as a kingdom way. But I kind of imagine that three things is not real enough. So have a taste. Because Jesus had like thousands gathered around him on the hillside and he, and he taught he taught them. He wanted to impart to them what it looked like to follow him, to be his disciple. Because he really wanted them to see beyond the laws, beyond the customs. He wanted them to, to see that it was more about a life flowing out and through them and a transformed heart than, than being able to just, you know, religiously tick things off. And so the first thing he taught Matthew 5, verse 3, he taught humility is the kingdom way. He said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Another way, another translation says, God blesses those who are poor and realize their need for him. For the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Like We're blessed when we just simply come to God. When we just simply go, I need you, God. That we recognize who we are, that we're actually quite empty and poor. Like there's nothing, there's actually nothing worthy in us. We're, we're poor, we're empty, and we see that and we own it, but we don't stay there. When we, when we see this, this, the level playing field that doesn't matter, you know, finance is, is not the deal. Um, education is not the deal. Um, you know, whether we've had opportunities in life, is, it's, it's got nothing to do with those things. We're all the same before God. We've all made mistakes. And when we get that, we're humbled. Like we've got nothing to lord it over anyone next to us. No matter who we are and how much we might have or how privileged 
And we have nothing, we have nothing worse than anyone else. And so we can't play victim because I'm no worse off than anyone else. We are all equally lost before God. And then I'm humbled. Then I get it. Then I get that this amazing, gracious, loving God, I can come to him. And so it's humility to take responsibility for myself, to stop blaming whatever's going on around me, other circumstances, and actually in that space just to go to God and to talk to him about it and to say sorry and ask forgiveness and then move on a few times because it, you know, keeps coming back to us. To keep going, to move on because when I move on and I realize that it's actually okay to take the back seat, that, you know, someone else can have, you know, they can have more than me. Like Jesus stepped out of heaven. He took the back seat by a long way. And, and he, he, he believed that we could have more. It's okay to step out of the limelight, not be the one that everyone looks at. You know, Jesus just kind of did the wedding thing. He, he, he sorted someone's wedding. But he didn't take any credit, just disappeared. Let the host get the value of that. And it's okay for us to get down and get dirty, to, to, to be in a position where maybe we are washing someone's feet. You know, Jeff talked about a time when he put me in an awkward position and, and I had to get to a place where I had to welcome someone into my home that it hurt, it was hard because I was not ready for that. I hadn't really learnt good humility maybe. But that is the kingdom way. And even though we kind of think, well, that's Jesus, you know, he can do those things. I can copy those bits and pieces in my world. Like there is always somewhere where I can let someone else go first, where I can not think of myself first. I don't have to give myself the biggest portion. I don't have, you know, there's always something little that we can just recognize who we are with God and then just step back and see other people as more beautiful and more amazing. That is the kingdom way. Another thing that Jesus taught in Matthew 5, verse 6, Jesus taught that hunger is the kingdom way. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Hunger for things to be right in the world. Hunger for things to be right with them, with God, with others. Hunger for the oppressed to be free. Hunger for the downtrodden to be raised up. Hunger for him. Hunger for his word. Hunger for meeting together. Hunger for prayer. Chase these things. She said it's good to hunger for these things. Like if I lose that, chase it. Do everything to get it back. It's a concern <laughs> if it's not there. It's not an obligation, though. <coughs> it's a heart. It's a passion. It's not a religious code. It's not a tradition. It's, it's, it's not 
So making sure we've, we've done these things. It's a way to live with him. And when we live in that space, when we're, we're chasing, we're hungry, we're, we're looking, our eyes are open, our hearts are open, our minds are open, and we're, we're just chasing after him, we're filled in that space. <laughs> like it seems funny, it kind of thinks it's this contradiction of chasing but yet filled, chasing but satisfied because something rises up inside and I don't need to chase other things. Like, other things are just irrelevant. And that's the kingdom way. Another thing Jesus taught in Matthew 5, 38 to 40. Jesus taught to go the second mile is the kingdom way. He said, you have heard it said, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. But I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to them the other cheek also. If anyone wants to sue you, take your shirt. Hand over your coat as well. If anyone forces you to go one mile, go two miles. Give to the one who asks you. Do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. That verse resonates across the world with so many people, the first part of it. And that is, it's a natural earthly thing an earthly justice that we want that rises up in us. And it's even the law that was handed down through Moses had an opportunity for revenge. But Jesus is calling us to something different. Jesus is calling us individually to a higher purpose. We are actually now to reflect heaven, not earth. And so even though we see these challenging things around our world, Somehow in our individual life, in our individual heart, we need to reflect God's take on things. And on one hand, I need to stand up. I need to stand up and I need to protect the vulnerable and I need to get angry about things that are wrong because that's the hunger after righteousness. It's important. But on the other hand, I also need to forgive and I need to love and I need to see beyond the circumstance and the and the the rubbish and I need to see the people that God sees and I have not a clue what that looks like on a global scale because we don't have governments that live the kingdom way the kingdom way is for the kingdom of heaven and it's in me and it's for me and so it's my responsibility to live the kingdom way and I can't judge what governments might be doing I need to live the kingdom way. I can go the second mile. You know, Jesus would have daily seen a Roman soldier just completely mistreating one of his people. And he's actually asking them to bless them. He went the second mile, supplied the best wine, not just an extra. He supplied 12 baskets of leftovers, not just enough. He was extravagant and he was sacrificial. He gave his life. He died for us he didn't justify himself with a word. He just died. And that is hard. And when I read that verse, I go, no, I can't do that. But that's the kingdom way. And that's just a sample of what it is to be a disciple of Jesus. Like, that's just, like, Jesus downloaded this to thousands of people. He's downloaded into his word. 
There's so much more that Jesus taught. So much more that, that I can get inside of me. Not just humility, not just hunger, hungering after righteousness, not just going that second mile. You know, some of the things that we read, we kind of think that's easy. Most of the time. <laughs> like we actually have this amazing blessing. We have grown up in a culture, in an environment that has, that has the core of the New Testament woven into its fabric. Like we have been blessed by that and we don't have a clue how much that has blessed us. In other parts of the world, that is non-existent. And we have this undergirding, undergirding so many laws and different things. But there's so much more in here than just just our natural things that we've been taught. And some of it is becoming radically different to what is the, the discourse out there. And so it's time. <laughs> like it's time to kind of just jump back into this space. It's time to launch back into what Jesus said is the kingdom way, to jump into that river. To, to not just dabble on the outside and look at the you know, amazing things, but just go, I can jump into this. I can be a part of what it is to transform our world. I can be a part of bringing peace in the way I pray, in, in, in who I am. I don't know how that's going to touch the world, but I know it's going to touch the people around me. So you know, how about worship team? Like, I, I think we just really need to have this opportunity to just get inside of us, to see the possibility that it is there. Not to see our world and go, this is, this is a hopeless case. <laughs> but to see that His promises make it possible. To see that His way brings life. To see that it, it can touch the people around me, the people in my family, the people in my workplace. That it actually can make a difference. And when we think of a river flowing... We don't want a dam. <laughs> we don't want those doors to, you know, stop it all in here. That's just completely selfish. We want a river that's just like gushing out of there. We want it to just touch us, all of us, and take it out there. So why don't we stand and just, I don't know, just sing a chorus or something and just see that, that we can take upon His yoke on us, that He will teach us that kingdom way, that we can commit discovering all that Jesus has for us, all that he wants to reveal. We can grab hold of our Bibles and we can just, we can start eating them, <laughs> devouring them, you know, just start at chapter 5, Matthew chapter 5, then read the rest of Mark, Luke and John and, you know, grab hold of the resources that you have, apply it to your world and bring heaven to earth and live the kingdom way. <laughs>